This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's go out to the uh, Roman guest line. Joining us now on the Roman guest line, our guy, Lockie Lockerson, Ken Barkley. You literally just heard him 20 minutes ago on You Better You Bet. Ken, thanks for joining Drinking us. Drinking a cider. Hope you at least had some dinner. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Uh, it's an honor to uh, – it's really weird with the guest lineups now in the sports betting space. Like, like my mom will be like, are you doing – you have any, like, media today? Be like, well, I'm doing this show after uh, after we get off the air. It's me and Joe Seisman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing the show. Yeah, just me and it's Joe. Like, it's me, this, uh, this, like, kind of overweight guy in my basement with my computer monitors – and uh, and an NFL legend, you know, we're just kind of doing the show together. That's just kind of how it works. So that's always how I'm I doing feel. good. That's I went how I, on yeah, uh, listen before. I'm you, drinking the cider right now, so we're we're doing good. You went on uh, Ion Football every weekend as well, correct? I did. And yeah, it was like Zach Elb, our, our mutual friend. Yeah. And it was like me, you, and Austin Eckler. And it's like right. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. That's that's always that's the best, next, man. It's uh, Trista Crick. And Tom Brady. And we'll be right back right after <laughs> this. Yeah. I know. And I always feel like somebody out there is like, who the hell is Ryan Horvath? Because I'm, I'll am i be on like in Baltimore with like Lock and Flora. And, and like you said, it'll be like like Mark Ingram and like some former quarterback. And then like I'm in the middle like, hey, guys, I think you should probably take Georgia and fade Nick Saban. Yeah. And they're like, OK, we got uh, Maurice Jones Drew coming up next. Get this idiot off the line. Right. You're going to ask me about NFL playoff games. I'm going to be like, well, I don't know if Joe Burrow can hold up against the Vegas defense events. I'm like, am I do I even need to be saying this if Joe Theismann is on it? Exactly. Can't we just turn and ask him this question? Exactly, man. Exactly. Like, what am I going to do? Like, just like knock Joe Burrow and then have Joe Theismann come on here and be like, actually, he's got the best footwork and throws the best deep ball in the league. And I'll be like, you're right, Joe. If anybody knows, it's you. Definitely not me. Um, Who am I to argue? Actually, speaking of Joe Burrow, I'm glad that you brought that up because this is the game that I can't figure out, man, because I like this Bengals team. I just feel like kind of like I felt like the Chargers all year, even if they do get in, what are they going to be able to do because they're so young? Um, Five and a half point favorites at home. I feel like it's probably going to be the public bet, but I don't know, man. The Raiders just keep finding ways to win. It what are you doing with this one? Yesterday, huh? Yeah, and it's went down even five and a half. Cincinnati at yeah. home. I, uh, it, you're you're right that it's a really interesting game. Uh, of all the games that are being played this weekend, I think I would say it's the most volatile. So what I mean by that is, like, if you told me in Tampa, Philly, that like Philly won that game by three touchdowns, 
I would be really surprised by that result. Like, I would be really surprised if you said Philly won by two touchdowns or that they won the game outright or that Pittsburgh beat Kansas City or, like, you know, Dallas won by 50 or San Francisco won by three touchdowns. Like, the really extreme results in all the games this weekend, I'd be really surprised. There is not a scoreline that can occur in the Vegas-Cincinnati game that would surprise me, honestly. Like, I feel like the range of possible results is wider than in all the other games. And for a really specific reason, none of these coaches – and none of these players have been in a postseason right. game before. So, like, it's just all things are possible, right? Like, Cincinnati, we have no frame of reference for what Zach Taylor is going to be as a coach in a postseason game. My guess is terrible. Yeah. But, like, let's see. Let's see what it's like. At the same time, he's facing Rich Passaccia, who wasn't a head coach at the start of the season. So, like, what, what are our expectations for these teams in this game? When, in general, in the NFL playoffs, when we have games like this, where we have so many questions about both teams, Cincinnati with a total lack of experience, with a really bad offensive line. I would still say I have a lot of questions about their defense. I have a ton of questions about their coach. And then Vegas with a ton of questions of their own. In general, it's always like a take the points situation for me if the number's pretty big. I do think this is a game where the number matters a lot. And Trista kind of alluded to it. It sounded like almost with some surprise, and rightfully so, right? This was six and a half yesterday, six. Uh, this morning when uh, when I was recording sports betting minutes and doing some other media, now five and a half everywhere. Uh, when, when Nick Hossos and I did You Better You Bet yesterday, six and a half and six on the Raiders was like an immediate locked-in favorite bet of the week. Now five and a half, it becomes a little bit trickier because you're off of the key number of six. I, I still think push comes to shove, probably Raiders in the points. Honestly, Raiders money line, probably not a terrible idea. I mean, think about betting every dog this weekend to win outright. Right. Which dog would I do I think has the best chance I think it's the Raiders, even though I acknowledge they can also lose by 50. That's just the kind of volatile game we're talking about. That's so interesting. Another game that Ryan and I were talking about before the show started was New England at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Last time these two uh, squared up, not only was it one way in Buffalo, right? They were just running the ball. It was Mac Jones throwing the ball three times. But the last time they played Buffalo in New England, Mac Jones, 43.8 completion percentage, Two picks, 31.4 passer rating, not great. Um, what's your feel for this game, and like, what do you kind of see as the range of possibilities? Because to me, it feels like, all right, Buffalo says that they're ready to run the ball in the playoffs, but do I trust them? And then like, New England's just relying on their running game and a rookie quarterback and kind of like a battle of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an interesting game. Think about the game we just talked about, right? Crazy outcomes are possible. Cincinnati could blow them out. Raiders could win. Who knows? I feel like this game, because they played twice already, we've had efficient betting markets for both games. The second meeting, especially, where there was no weather. We have, a, I think there were no injuries in that game either. For the most part, Bills were a little shorthanded with Cole Beasley out on the COVID list. But, like, I think we have a pretty good idea what the true difference between these teams is. Whereas in Vegas, Cincinnati, we have just no clue. I think what the true difference between them is. So I look at this number, and then I, I look at my own number, and I think we're all kind of on the same page about what the difference between the teams are. I think it's about four points. Maybe it's four and a half. And you kind of have to, I think, make a really tough decision if you want to bet this game. Cool. Like, you can go with an angle of, look, it's Bill Belichick, and you're getting four and a half in a playoff game, right? That's a pretty simple approach to take. And it may not even be wrong. At the same time, just something to consider with all these games, especially this one, quarterbacks who are making their first career playoff start, you might be seeing a lot of this this week. It's a pretty popular betting angle because we know so much about it. Quarterbacks who are making their first playoff start are extremely poor versus market expectation when they are playing teams that have playoff experience. So that's Mac Jones this week. Uh, That's Jalen Hurts, who hasn't started the playoff game before. 
Um, there's, I think there's one other quarterback that that applies uh, Kyler, to. Oh, right? Kyler, right? Yeah. Kyler hasn't played in the playoff game. And then uh, both quarterbacks in Vegas since they actually, because Derek Carr was hurt yeah. when they made the playoffs and Connor Cook started that game. But obviously they both, they both can't fail to cover obviously in a game if they're playing each other. And so just kind of keeping that in mind with Mac Jones and our expectations in this game. So the way I'd like to play this, honestly, is I think the spread's pretty good. And I think it's likely to be kind of a close, low scoring game. I think the bills are a little more likely to just win the game than the yeah. market does. The money line is going to be this, like every four point favorite is going to have about the same money line with that total. I do think the bills are a little more likely to win than the market does though. I think you're going to get a lot of threes in there though. And a lot of fours and the Patriots are going to keep it close so i'd rather take bill's money line either play it solo you could pair it maybe with a couple other things that you like this week so not like a crazy money making opportunity but i think just a way to play that game yeah you know i'm glad that you said that man i rarely do that i did it last night with georgia and obviously the it was a different price because it was only minus 140 but i was looking at that and it's minus 200 now the bills on the money line and, and did you playoffs, say you wanted to put it in a teaser yeah and i was looking at a teaser yeah uh what i ended up doing with that and i and i feel like this is probably going to be like everybody's but the bills plus three with the Buccaneers uh, at two, if you bought the point. I really like that one. Any way that that fails me, Ken, you think? <laughs> the Patriots well, probably? Well, I think uh, I think the better way to do it, so I think we're both thinking about the game the same way, right? So that's a good yeah. thing. Um, I think we're both interested in finding ways. The way I always put on the show is finding ways to play that team, finding ways to play the Bills. I think just for the price that you're getting on all of your, like if we take out the toolbox where it's, you have teasers, you have parlays, you can buy points, you can sell points. Right. Um, you can you can create all kinds of different you know possible outcomes. Uh, you can play derivatives like first half versus quarter. I think in this situation, if it's between a teaser and playing the Bills money line, the teaser doesn't get you a lot because like you don't really want one, you don't really want two, you don't want zero when you're teasing through zero like that. So play the Bills money line like that leg is going to be cheaper than than using the teaser. I know you have to put it with something else in the teaser as well. So just an interesting way to think about it, like, you know, Bill's money line, if you like Tampa, it sounds like you do, then Bill's money line, Tampa money line, what does that pay versus the two-team teaser? You know, like try to play around with a little bit and just like don't don't take all the bad numbers that you don't really want, like the ones and zero yeah. and stuff like that. But I think we're thinking about the game. The same. Math school, math yeah. school. We're just going to math school. I know, with Ken uh, Barkley. Night math school too. I like, just, I, did, I would definitely not go back to my math school at this I, point. Yeah, exactly. I rarely do. I, I just jumped on it. I just think that the Bills are the better team. I mean, I know that New England beat them, but I mean, it was a snowstorm. Mac Jones threw the ball in that game three times. I just feel like this matchup, like, is all Bills. I think the best matchup of the weekend. Watch it end up being a blowout. But Cowboys three. Point favorites. You have to lay minus 115 juice right now at BetMGM. Uh, was two and a half. Totals 50 and a half. That's the game I want to watch this weekend. Any thoughts on that one, Ken? I feel like I like San Francisco. I feel like that's probably going to be the public dog of the week, though. I, well, you're right about the second part. And not that that's predictive, though. So I, I right. know some people say that and it makes them want to not bet it. Like, yeah, they're going to be the public dog of the week. And the public's going to tease Tampa Bay with everything in sight imaginable. Like, that's going to yeah. happen. It doesn't mean it's going to lose. Right. Like, it's not predictive. So, it's. I mean, I honestly feel okay about it. If you like San Francisco, don't let that be the reason you don't bet it. Like, if you have another good reason to not bet it, great. But, like, don't let the public be it. Like, let the public do their thing. And you do and you do what you do, which apparently is going to be winning a lot of bets based on what we heard on our show uh, to close. <laughs> Somebody said you were on, like, a huge heater right now. So, I'm saying if you like something, play it. Um, in terms of this game with Dallas and San Francisco, I said earlier uh, earlier this week, just the most interesting game to handicap because it's the only game this week of the six that is not a rematch of a game that has taken place already this season. And so the range of possible numbers for this is wide. And I think it's really interesting to try to come up with what the numbers should be. A couple things worth considering. Um, if I had to bet the game at three, I think I would bet Dallas. Uh, playoff home field advantage is generally worth a little bit more. It doesn't seem to be factored in here as much as other games. 
And San Francisco, who's been a very hot team recently and gets a lot of players back from injury, their rating has climbed and climbed and climbed. It's, it's kind of at the point now where it's like a little – it's a little crazy in terms of how they're being rated. I have Dallas almost as the best team in the league. I don't think the best team in the league can be three against San Francisco. I think it has to be three and a half, maybe four. So at three, probably interested in Dallas. A couple things worth monitoring in this game. Trent Williams, who's probably the most impactful offensive lineman, aside from Tyron Smith, who we'll get to in a second. Uh, Kyle Shanahan telling us earlier this week, maybe going to play, maybe not. Trent Williams, a big deal for San Francisco. You would obviously like him to play if you want to take the points with them in that game. And then the other left tackle, Tyron Smith, didn't play for a while on the COVID list going into the Eagles game. I think he's going to go. We're going to have to wait till this week for injury reports. I think he's going to play. But just, again, the blindside protection for both quarterbacks a little up in the air, and I think those are two really impactful players if you're interested in betting that game. And I think Tyron Smith was the number one ranked offensive lineman either in the last week or two. I, I was reading something about it the other day. Um, What's your feel on this uh, Pittsburgh-Kansas City game? Pittsburgh plus 12.5. It feels like the ghost of the ghost of Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> just will not die. The double ghost game. The now double I'm almost for him. Like, I, I wanted him to go too. away. Now I want him, Now if the Packers don't win it, I want him. Real, real quick, because I think we have like a minute. Yeah. Uh, what's your feel? So I think this game, you can use a similar tool to the Monday night national championship game last night in this way. These two teams played extremely recently. It was in Kansas City. There was a little bit of COVID stuff with the Chiefs in the game, but the number closed Kansas City minus 10. Can one game where the Chiefs destroyed the Steelers, is that enough to change your perception of this matchup where instead of 10, it has to be 12 and a half or 13? So in Bama, Georgia, the number changed crazily because Bama beat them so badly, and I thought that was wrong, and I played Georgia. In this matchup, it's a little tougher, right, because the Steelers are just not very good, and you don't mind laying that little bit extra with the home field advantage for the Chiefs. So uh, Pittsburgh for a little bit, I guess. I think the number is a little too high, but honestly probably not a lot for me in this game. Maybe tease the Chiefs to six and a half with something like Tampa. Ken, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. And we'll talk cider. again next week. And the cider Sounds tonight. Good. Yeah, enjoy yeah, the absolutely. cider. Cider it up. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet, joins us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation as well as ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.